Welcome to Living Scent, a podcast by Resonate Church where we talk about following Jesus. And each week we're going to talk about enjoying His grace, embodying His love, and learning how to engage our culture as we learn to live scent. Hey, today in our episode, we have Ryan Kwan, lead pastor of Resonate Church, and what we share is about the beginning of the church, hearing his heart and his passion for discipleship. Uh, it's a great conversation. I'm excited for you to be a part. We realize as we did this episode, there's too much to talk about to have it in one podcast, so we're going to have to have him back, even though his time's so valuable, just to keep exploring the significance of what it means to make disciples who make disciples. So enjoy this episode, our first ever Living Scent podcast. So this is exciting. It is the very first podcast for uh, discipleship at Resonate. I don't know. Have we done other podcasts? The no, church? Resonate the Church one. has never done it. So. I'm Scott, discipleship pastor here at Resonate, and uh, in the room right now, we actually have the original gangsters. Like this is this is the of the staff. There's no one older than us. I mean, there may be some older, <laughs> but there's no one who's been a part of Resonate longer. So, uh, in in the room uh, on mic, we've got Yvonne. Hey, Yvonne, hey. yeah, and and she's OG for sure. Um, just working and, and leading and discipling women and really like just loving people in our church. You're like the consummate coach. And mm. I don't think there's anyone listening to this podcast who doesn't know you. Like, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, we, we also have off mic, Grace Maltzby. And, and she is the maker of everything that happens at Resonate. I don't know that there's a single thing that's ever happened that didn't have a Grace fingerprint on For it. Sure. For, For sure. For sure. And Grace, I'm just like... You were there from day one. Yep, she smiled. You can't see it, but she actually smiled. And she's sort of here to keep us on track, right? <laughs> like, that's that's the plan. That's so. kind of her job always. Yeah, that's her job always. <laughs> and uh, and our special guest, who no one, I mean, you probably have never heard of him before. No, I'm kidding. It's <laughs> it's the lead pastor of Resonate Church, Ryan Kwan. How are you doing over there, Ryan? I'm doing fantastic. Okay, awesome. It, it's like... A, it's hard because we're in this weird room with microphones in our face, but our hope is to actually pretend like we're sitting on a couch in our living room. Mm. And what I love is we get to talk about the things that we love the most. Mm -hmm. And, and just as I think about each of you and our friendship, yeah. I know if you dig down to the core of who you are, this is, this is the very center of you. Mm. And, and so the fact that we get to have a conversation that gets shared with others uh, about the beauty of Jesus Christ and the gospel. I, I just think it's a it's an awesome, awesome opportunity. Hmm. It's it's great to be here. Um, we're going to be talking, uh, we named it, we're just before the podcast started, we, we sat down and we talked. Mm -hmm. This episode, we, it needs a name, and we came up with a name, actually Ryan came up with a name, which is funny because he also came up with the name Resonate. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a good namer. It's proper. He's a good namer. Mm -hmm. uh, and we called this, the Genesis. The Genesis. Ooh. The Genesis. I think, I know, we need like music. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something like that to happen. I only offer onomatopoeias. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but I, I love that thought because the Genesis actually means uh, the, the start of it. And mm -hmm. Yvonne and I were talking. She was like, she wasn't actually there at the start. She, she jumped in. A, but I so wish I was. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard so many stories about the initial conversations where Ryan and Scott were both associate pastors at Bridges Church and 
they were just lighting each other up with the gospel sitting on the ground because they were much younger men without much uh, younger. as creaky knees yeah. yet yes. <laughs> yeah, our knees worked back then yeah. we actually even played basketball and they were just having conversations being slain in the spirit and and just loving jesus more mm-hmm. yep so i if i had a hope it would be that everybody listening would feel like they got to be a part of one of those conversations mm. that yeah. was taking place so good. back yeah. in the day that would be like the dream God, would you please allow that to happen here? Um, well, I, I know, um, like, in, in thinking about what we could talk about and the mission of the church, um, I, I think back to those times, and it was really, Ryan, you sharing the revelations, the insights that God had given you about what the gospel is mm-hmm. and the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you came to Bridges, and you were, you, would like, you were very clear about what the gospel was. Maybe others weren't like seeing it the same way. Mm-hmm. But as you started sharing it with me, mm-hmm. my life would never be the same. Mm. Hmm. My, my life would never be the yeah, same. Well. And um, thinking of just who you are, yeah. I'm thinking this podcast in this episode, um, I've known you for so many years, yeah. and I, I know that you have such vision there's two things. <laughs> Everybody listening will agree with these things. They just might not articulate it the same way. But God's given you a gift mm. to, see, to think about the future in a way that's mm-hmm. so powerful and yes. beautiful. And, and some call it vision. You might call it futuristic. Yeah. But like you're, you're actually seeing things that are happening in the world in a way that's, yeah. that's powerful. And I think the other thing is you love people so much. Mm-hmm. Like you can't stop your heart from from loving and shepherding people, mm. and and I want you to think about wow. the every MC leader and apprentice in this episode. Yeah. You're talking to them, like 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 that. This is a chance for you to just share yeah. how much you love them. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So this is the genesis, mm-hmm. and starting with some conversations about the gospel and what a church could look like. Um, it, it was really you who came up with the mission statement for yeah. the church. Yeah. And so I, I'm curious, like, as you as you thought of that, as you like articulated that, like what what was it for you where you said this is what we have to be about? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, as, as you kind of launched into the introduction of why we're doing this, I just want to say uh, how awesome it is that we get to kind of flesh out and celebrate the fact that God has created us to actually be on this journey, not alone, but together. Mm. Yeah. And just this, this is really a celebration of what God is doing in the midst of us, not in the midst of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, yeah, and that right. we're just kind of sharing in this very purpose of why we want to bless every person who's listening to encouraging them is because we're thinking of them because it's so much more fun to just do it together. And God actually designed it that way. Mm-hmm. And part of our Genesis story is that uh, there's no way that I would have started this church without you hmm. because so much of it is you giving vision to me for church planting that was not in me. Hmm. And so that, that seed was not in me. I guess it was in me, but you watered it yeah. mm-hmm. and God made it to grow. Mm-hmm. And so that's just kind of goes to show that we just need each other. Yeah. And yeah. In, in the working of the spirit that God uh, empowers us, which is one of the activations of the spirit and one of the jobs of the spirit to actually empower us to empower others Mm -hmm. and i guess that's part of the genesis of um our church um 
going back, I, I like to even just think about what mission is, the yeah. idea of mission. I know organizations have mission statements. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, and it's interesting because mission statements is the idea of what you want to accomplish. Generally in the, in the organization, that's what a mission statement is. Yeah. But yet there's a duality of meaning because the idea of mission, the word itself mission is if when you go back to the epistemology, the origin, the philosophy of origin of mission, it's really the idea of sending. The, the Latin word mission means to send. Yeah. And so when you couple that idea with the church, what the mission of the church is, is mission. <laughs> Does that make sense? What's the mission of the church? Yeah. Mission. Yeah. And the idea we have to get back to yeah. is, did God give a mission to the church? Yeah. Or did God give a church to his mission? Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if we believe that the origin was that God had a mission, mm-hmm. that he sent Jesus, he sends the spirit mm-hmm. to now send the church. And that is the order of the sending agency of not only the Trinity, but the way that the Trinity works in the world. Then, then it makes sense of where our church plays into that narrative. And by the way, our narrative has been ongoing for 2000 years when mm-hmm. the Lord through his spirit launched in Acts two a church. Yeah. And we, we see that the Pentecost and the spirit came down and unleashed a beast that has been going on for quite some time, and the scriptures will say that will never stop. And so we, we, we didn't start a church. We are continuing the church in a sense, mm-hmm. and we are upkeeping the mission rather than creating a mission. Yeah. And so I would just start there to, to explain that we're celebrating not an original idea. It's just the genesis of, uh, of the mission that God started here in Fremont with a few of us. Yeah. yeah. You said something that I think is so profound. I want to pause and just like help us all to really feel it. That it's not that the church has a mission, mm-hmm. right? It's not like we let's let's do a church to do this thing, mm-hmm. right? But it's instead like what if God from eternity before had a mission? Yeah. And how is he going to accomplish that mission? He in his like this great joy to include us in that plan, yeah. right? Yeah. Where do churches go wrong if they think our church has a mission? Like we start with the church as the center. Yeah, that's a really great question because, um, you know, uh, churches could go wrong in so many ways. And our church, I would say too, have gone in so many <laughs> yep. ways that were like we're not, not intentional. Yeah. And we're not, you're right, you were not immune. Um, but, you know, sometimes when we uh, make up our own mission, I feel like, it ultimately leads, you know what sin is, is, is pleasing the self opposed to God. What You know what sanctification is, is really pleasing God. <laughs> what is holiness? It's being set apart from God. What is sin? It's being away from God, being pulled away from God to the self. And so I think when, when the church becomes an entity that is outside of God and outside of the purpose of God, then it fulfills itself. It fulfills its own pleasures. Mm. And so without much intention of wanting to sin or wanting to be a bad church, I think our natural gravitation as sinners is always constantly aiming at ourselves and and using God as a vehicle to actually feed. That's how ultimately the prosperity gospel became fleshed out, is that we're using God as a means to pleasure the self. What would it look like for us to engineer that in reverse, that everything ultimately leads to the glory of God? then the mission absolutely has to be one of uh, first 
putting God at the beginning mm -hmm. and the end, and yeah. in the middle, yep. God. You know? So yeah. it's all about God. Yep. It's none about, about us. From Him yeah. and through Him and to Him. And for him. And for him, right? Yeah. And for yeah. him, which is Colossians, right? Yeah. Because that way, no church can claim that they've landed on the right thing. How can you land on the right thing when it was given to you? Yeah. 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 So, have you heard of some like uh, organizations or even churches that, without talking down about churches or talking about, down about organizations, have you heard organizations that were more, I guess, like, uh, not missional. Yeah. I, I mean, without saying anything bad about... Do organizations get lost? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like that was a part of my journey mm. that really led to church planting was a sense of just asking the question, what, what are we doing here? You know, like, what, what is this all about? What yeah. are we really aiming at? Yeah. You know? And that's why when you started talking to me, like, like there were seasons... I think it was like a hundred years ago yeah. now, something like that, <laughs> something like that, something that or, or maybe 2008, 2007. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know when it, it was, was. About there. Yeah, about there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you started talking with such clarity about the gospel. It changed the, the thought in my mind about why we do what we do. Yeah. Right. It just became clear. I, I listened to a few too many Tim Keller sermons <laughs> and yes. uh, I learned who D.A. Carson was yeah. as he started talking yeah. about what the gospel is. Yeah, but it was really heroes. Yeah, it, it was really you mm. just talking like wa walking with me and sharing and saying like what the gospel is. Yeah, that it, I, I realized how off mission I had been. Mm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, like Yvonne was saying, nobody's immune to it. And mm -hmm. I certainly haven't. And even in our organization as a, as the leader of our church, yeah, I still feel oftentimes very uh, misled and just going off to away from the mission that I think God has given us. And that's why I think it's important to state a mission yeah. and to stick to the mission yeah. and yep. to remind ourselves of the mission. Yeah. It's awesome. OK, so this is this was an idea that you threw out. Yeah, because you you're like Mr. Idea Guy. Uh, you said, "What if we read a couple mission statements from other companies and just and just hear like what what do they say?" So this is Ooh. I looked them up. Okay, uh, it took like thirty seconds. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I I wanted to read because I think that they're pretty awesome. Uh, Forbes, Forbes magazine, yeah. financial, all that stuff. This is their mission statement. To and, and how fancy does this sound? To convene, curate, and cover. They must be in ministry because they have an alliteration, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a, they a must pastor be pastors. wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> they must be pastors. Yeah. Uh -huh. To convene, curate, and cover the most influential leaders and entrepreneurs okay. who are driving change, transforming businesses, and making a significant impact on the world. Come Exclamation on. mark. Right? Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, and then, like, I think the epitome of an awesome, colorful, amazing mission statement is Walt Disney World. Oh yeah. Oh. Where's sure. Where's Pastor Roberto? Yeah. Because <laughs> this is this is Walt Disney's company mission statement. Are you ready for this? All right. Yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> yes. To entertain, inform, and inspire. Again, they must be in ministry, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, to entertain, inform, and inspire people all around the globe through the power of unparalleled storytelling reflecting the iconic brands, creative minds, and innovative technologies that make ours the world's premier entertainment company. Mm -hmm. So those are wow. pretty, aren't those pretty awesome? 
Yeah. It's kind of a mouthful, though. I mean, but I, I mean, if you like talking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do, so I shouldn't be judging them. Yeah, it's, I, like, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a mouthful. But then now here comes Resonates. Uh-oh. Are you ready? <laughs> I, okay. I just want the contrast here. Okay? Saddle up. Okay. Saddle up. Count how many words are in Resonates mission yeah. statement. Right? Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, and how many get repeated, right? Here it is. Make disciples who make disciples. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. five words in total. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this, because we're OG, we know like year one at the membership class, we actually shared like the, uh, like who we are identity statements about mm. Resonate. Mm -hmm. We've changed it since then. Yeah. But we said, we keep things simple mm -hmm. because your leaders are pretty simple. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. So yeah. this mission statement, Ryan, is pretty simple. Yeah. 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 Yeah, why something so simple? What What's the significance of this? Make disciples who make disciples. So I think people generally keep things simple so you could remember. Yeah. I think that's the end, but that's not our end. Mm. I think we make it simple for focus sake, not remembrance sake. Yeah. Mm. And so we want to be so focused that we don't want to put eight adjectives and say, let's do eight things. Let's make it really focused. So much so that let's not be a programmatic church, Let's be a pathway church, hmm. a church that has an aim and a goal and that creates a pathway for the mission. And what is the mission? To make disciples who make disciples. And so the mission, the idea of mission being first ascending agency, as the word missio is yeah, in Latin. Ascending. Two, now what we accomplish when you combine those two things together, what I see very clearly in scripture is the great commission has been given to the church the power of the church through the gospel and loaded up with the holy spirit and god jesus saying that he will be the authority and that the church will be victorious these are all promises in scripture that's right then the very best thing yeah we win. we win and so the very best thing that the church could do is not to invent but to obey yeah yeah come on okay. and so so let's obey Hmm. And so the nature of um, that great commission is to actually make all disciples. And then what does it say? The, the agency of living that out is teach them to obey all that I have commanded. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we wanted to do. Now, who's their audience? I mean, who is Jesus talking to? Disciples. To make who obey? obey? Other disciples. Yep. And so simply making disciples with the intention to make other disciples is really as simple as it get, gets when it comes to the commissioning of the church and the purpose of the church. And I, I would just add one more very important thing is that I think the reason why God creates the church and the reason why Jesus says to us, you know, you guys are going to be more effective than I am. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why? Like, That's, how could that what be? What a crazy statement. <laughs> how can, yeah, That's how, bananas. I, mean, I, I, I Like, I... I don't think I can do it better than Jesus. That's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and and, and so Jesus was one person walking the earth. He yeah. limited himself. We know that he had all the yes. power. Mm -hmm. We know Colossians 1. He, he was supreme. He was like God. He was as God. And yet he limited himself. So he was not omnipresent. Mm -hmm. And yet he has 12 disciples that make sends 72 other disciples and, and plants churches and makes more disciples, more disciples. And the, the question is for what? And I would say, and I would argue simply, that he's making disciples for conversion to actually share the gospel. Yeah. 
share the gospel. And the idea is, how do you actually preserve the gospel? How do you actually make sure that the gospel will be lived on from from the beginning of when it was first declared in the Old Testament all the way through, through Jesus's mouth and saying, I've come to seek and to save the lost. Mm -hmm. And, 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 And from there to give it to the apostles to speak to Peter and Paul's conversion to speak onward from Lydia on end, Cornelius and his family. How does it? How does it actually live on? And and the the way we guard the gospel, Mm. as it says in First Timothy, I think chapter one verse fourteen, that we are to guard the gospel. And what that means, the way we preserve the gospel is very unlike we preserve anything else. If you want to mm-hmm. preserve something special, you protect it. Yep. Right. The way you protect the gospel is to tell everybody. Yes. Give it away. That's right. You tell everybody yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. you teach it to everybody. Yep. And the more people that know the gospel from decades on end, that turns to centuries on end. And the reason why you and I on the floor celebrating is the gospel is that the last generation did not give up on the gospel. That's right. The previous generation before <laughs> yep. that refused to not tell <laughs> about the gospel. Yep. And on and on and on, yes. all the way till the mouth of Jesus, when he declared the gospel to his disciples. This is the only way that the baton was passed ultimately to us. And now we receive the baton. It is incumbent upon us now yes. to pass off the baton and therefore make disciples, not period. Right. That make disciples. Not period. Yeah. 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 All too often we, we stop with the period. Yeah. Yeah. It mm-hmm. turns inward. Man, what you were talking, like, I, I kept thinking of, like, jewelry. If you have a diamond yeah. and you want to protect it, you put it in a safe. Yeah. Right? <laughs> if you have news and you want to guard it, this is exactly what you're saying. Like, proclaim it widely. Yeah. Right? So resonate. We're actually guarding the gospel. by saying it out loud again and again and sharing it in meaningful ways with the world like this is we're we're guarding the what's been entrusted to us yes yeah yes Mm -hmm. in fact that word entrust is the same word that's used after the chapter after chapter one in timothy i think second timothy chapter two verse two tells us that this is the way we it's entrusted to men to Mm. teach other men yeah and so the idea is i'm entrusting something very valuable to Mm -hmm. you I'm, yeah. I'm giving you the gospel so that you could actually care for it and teach other men, not just say, yeah. but to teach. Yeah. And this is where discipleship comes from. I think this is where our end is, is to teach others the gospel. Don't yeah. just declare it. Don't just say it and yeah. say, oh, I've heard it. No, it's like learn it. Yeah. Take it in. And that's yeah. what was happening on the floor of our offices. Yeah. And it would be <laughs> yeah. it would be rather quite embarrassing for every person listening right now to know how long some of these conversations were. It was ridiculously long. Yeah. The, how how often? I mean, we haven't rehearsed this, but I mean, be honest. How yeah. how many hours on a given day would we talk about the gospel on the floor of our office? Yeah. So just setting the stage, we're both associate pastors. Yep. At Bridges Church. Yeah. And your office, you had a really nice office with sort of like nasty old stained carpet, right? Which and you gave me. You gave me that story. That's another story. story. But, yeah. but it was a really solid. awesome yeah. office. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah. Although the, uh, I mean, the carpet was pretty old, but yeah. uh, there was like not really a comfy spot to, so I would actually end up, my legs would feel like so weary and tired. I would like yeah. sit down next to your desk and we would keep talking. Yeah. 
So that was probably a couple hours at that point. Yep. Then we would, everyone would be like locking up. So we would go out to our cars because it was time to go home. Well, no, I, I correct that. Okay. I, okay. I would say Uh-oh. that Uh-oh. we would talk. Yeah. And then remember how often we went to Taco Bell to talk some okay. more? Okay, yeah, well, that's right. That's a fact. <laughs> the best it was right there on talk. Driscoll Road. It's gone that's now. That's right. I feel sad. That, I do, I, man. I, I mean, it's like a little oh, bit of like Lord. gospel history is gone. Oh, my gosh, because yes. at the Taco Bell over a greasy yep. piece of whatever uh-huh. taco, uh-huh. right? Yeah, we, we would just keep talking. But... Uh, there were many times yeah. where we would still be standing in the parking lot. Well, we would come back from Taco Bell. And the do you know that the lights at Bridges Church actually turn off in the middle of the night? Yeah, the floodlights. The floodlights, yeah. they're there for security in yeah. the dark. <laughs> but at 2 a.m., they click off. Yep. Right? That's correct. So now it's been like six hours, seven hours we've been talking about the gospel, and the lights click off, <laughs> Yeah. and we wouldn't leave. Well, that's the only way you know when... <laughs> yeah. They click off because <laughs> yeah. right. you yeah. were there. And it happened multiple times, right? Yeah. yeah. And I, I I, love that because it's just the gospel is endlessly wonderful. Yes. That we weren't talking about it because we were trying to plan a church. No. <laughs> we were talking about it because it was so beautiful. Yeah. We couldn't stop thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. And every time you'd share another thought, mm-hmm. I would see another. We started describing it like a diamond then even. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. it's more beautiful than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like the... I, I actually... I haven't had the vocabulary to say it, but the mission of Resonate Church, specifically through God using you and the gifts mm-hmm. He's given you, mm-hmm. was happening right, right there. Like that—that's <laughs> like the first two members of Resonate Church, and, and well, it was that was the mission being lived place. out, right, right yeah. there. Disciple making disciples yep, exactly. that will make disciples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And since then, we've made some disciples. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God has for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think that's really cool too, because it's not like one of you was. Oh, I'm over you as this nope. super disciple. You Mm-mm. guys were side by side, mm-hmm. yeah. your brothers, and you're yeah. just talking to each other. And that is the activity of making disciples who make yeah. disciples. This is yeah. this is a gift I wish I could give to every MC leader and apprentice. Okay. Mm-hmm. To not think of it in terms of hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. But to think of it in terms of synergy. It's yeah. like what God's doing in each of you. Yeah. yeah. And it was like what God did in you yeah. started to set my heart on yeah. fire. And then yeah. how God set me on fire started yeah. to set you on fire. Yeah. And this something was taking place yeah. that yeah. ultimately led to both of us like yeah. planning churches. Yes. One didn't one didn't quite take off and, yeah. and one's resonate. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Well you planted two churches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I wish I could give that gift to, that every MC leader and apprentice would see yeah. that no apprentice thinks that they're less. Yeah. You're actually the one that God chose to set your heart on fire for Come a on. purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and speaking of what you just said and what Yvonne articulated about the hierarchy, it, it's a real easy solution to kill hierarchy mm-hmm. um, and, and pride. It's <laughs> is is that simply if you could acknowledge that you created the gospel, then go ahead, set up your hierarchy. <laughs> yeah. If if the gospel is yours and you created it and you're the savior, then go for it, man. Feel proud, man. Yeah. Be boastful. Mm-hmm. You know, because you are the origin you're the genesis of the gospel but if you're not and the gospel was a free gift to you something that you didn't pay Mm -hmm. and it wasn't even chosen by you but something else chose you Mm -hmm. to include you into the gospel family who was god himself and because we were dead in our trespasses and dead people can't choose uh they could only (laughs) be uh revitalized or uh 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 what's it called um resurrected and so um, and if we've been resurrected, we have nothing to boast of about uh, about anything else but God. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. and so, 
that sets us free from any yeah. hierarchy. Yes. Yes. You might know more, but it doesn't make you better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. might you might be called to share something, but yeah. you're not sharing yourself. You're sharing yeah. about Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And what's been given to you. What's been given it, to you to yeah, guard. The sun shined on you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, and historically, yeah. the only messages that have endured happened because there was some whatever entity was in charge pretty much silenced certain people who wouldn't say the same message. But God just commands us to share. Yeah. And we can only share it imperfectly outside of the working of the Spirit. And yet that just yes. speaks to who God is. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I was just recently um, preaching at a, um, a gathering of pastors and at a, at a conference. And, and um, the very thing that you just said was something that I, I reiterated. It's just that, that we are incredibly blessed that we have been given this message yes Mm. you know and that we are just the recipients of it yeah Mm -hmm. and um why did god choose us yeah he (laughs) wanted to put on display his glorious grace so let's pick the most unworthy the (laughs) lowest like yeah i know yep yeah he always does yeah um hey just sort of to wrap up this this great conversation um I want to bring in focus all the leaders and apprentices at Resonate Church. Mm-hmm. Um, so in light of this mission, what would you encourage them? What would your heart say to them? The ones that are on the ground doing this sharing, yeah. this, this gospeling, this discipling right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would first say uh, you are greatly blessed mm-hmm. um, because God chose you. Mm-hmm. Uh, God could have chosen somebody else and kept you in darkness, but God made you um, a children of light. That's right. And so be glad. He's worthy of our worship. Yeah. He's just worthy of our adoration. Yeah. And so if you've been given the mantle of discipleship, Mm. just receive it well. And it should lead to our praise. Yeah. But the second is that he also, with that, gives you a mission. You know, Abraham was given a dream and a mission. He didn't just get, get enlightenment for himself. Yeah. He got enlightenment to see the numerous of stars that God has <laughs> yeah. planned for him, to, yes. for him to communicate. So crazy. Even in the <laughs> idea of Moses in the burning bush, it wasn't for him. Yeah. It was for the children of Israel. And so every, every message, every gospel that God revealed himself of his son uh, is now given for beyond the self, beyond yourself. And so that now the mandate of, as we are children of light, our mandate is to become the people of light and that we are to share. And that if it didn't happen in a certain generation, then we would not have it for ourselves today, but the faithful work of all the disciples of the past Mm. has now been given unto us. And this is why we get to lavish in this beauty we mm-hmm. get to live in this kind of community. We yeah. get to live with such a purpose. And now it is now our mandate. It's our turn yeah. yes. to pass it off, to make disciples who make other disciples, to continue on to the future mm. yeah. where these other disciples won't then make more disciples until the glory of Christ comes in the second coming of Jesus. Yeah. Yes. That's our task. Mm. Yeah. That the end of all of our spiritual growth, all the time we spend with Jesus, all the time we read scripture, that we're on our knees in prayer, that we spend time weeping and grieving with other people is to, to share with other people. Yeah. 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 Always. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. The, simple. I mean, it was really simple. <laughs> really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that every leader and apprentice is a part of this glorious plan mm -hmm. from eternity to eternity, mm -hmm. but it's not for us alone. Mm -mm. It's that we're sent. Yep. Let's go. Yep. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Well, I, I think that's a great spot to end it. Thank you. Like, I, I love this. I am yeah, actually, I'm actually fun. feeling encouraged from being a part. I can't believe it's already been 30 minutes. <laughs> I, I, you remember how long we used to talk in the uh, parking lot? Yes, <laughs> that's right. You're right. But I don't right. think people can bear it if we no. go that long on yep. a podcast. So um, what we are going to do, though, is keep having different leaders come in and mm -hmm. share stories of how God's been at work with the hope of encouraging every single mm. disciple at Resonate to realize the truth, the beautiful truth yeah. that God wants to use you. Amen. 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 Okay. Thanks so much. Thanks for being here. <laughs>